Are you listening? Damn. Welcome to the Ranting Zone Fancy Football Fanatic. I am your host, Jesse Moeller, aka JMoeller05, and we are cruising along on our Getting to Know series. This is our ninth episode, so we have been flying through. We've been meeting some wonderful guests who I've enjoyed my time with, where if as long as you're in the industry, um, and then it can be playing or you manage or you know, you do Debbie, any one of that content, like it's it's been nice to get the different perspective from everybody I've talked to. And someone who I've recently come across who's on the blow-up train, we call it, where they're they're slowly taking off. So I figured I'd have them on because they have some fun outlooks and some interesting takes that I kind of wanted to bring on and talk to them about. So they are one of my coworkers at the League Winners. It is Miss Tracy Gal- Gilroy Norton. How are you doing today? I am wonderful to be talking to you, sir. Well, thank you for coming. I very much appreciate you taking the time of your day to come on. Absolutely. it's uh, It's been a crazy uh, world, man. Yeah, it's it certainly has ever since. I mean, you, you kind of blew up with the Expo recently and all the content that came along with that. Why don't you talk about what made you decide to jump into this fantasy football space that we're all involved with? Well, started watching football only during COVID. Um, I mean... I won't be naive and say that I like didn't know about football. I played football with my friends in, in school when I was, you know, seven and eight and nine, uh, but we didn't play by any rules. Uh, my dad always had it on TV, but I never knew kind of the, the background or the rules of it. So I found it boring um, during COVID. Uh, one of my best friend, well, my best friend, uh, Jimmy Carter was like, all right, I'm going to take the time and actually teach you the game and realized that it wasn't hard and I loved it. But then I found betting and gambling on, on it. And I was like, this is amazing. Um, so it just makes the, you know, the game that much more interesting, but I was only doing uh, just like every week. Like I wasn't doing leagues or best ball or anything because it was partway through the year. So this is my first year doing actual leagues and stuff, but I don't know, six, seven months ago, I saw the message for the expo and I put it out of my mind because there was no way. And, you know, to me, it was just something that eventually I would like to do. And a few months later, I have my ticket and I'm standing looking around with all of these people, like wondering how the heck I even got here. Uh, And it was it was really the the Scott Fishbowl that got me into it. He started if you don't know people that don't know, he puts out messages on Twitter and asks you to do certain things like go to Starbucks and get a picture or do whatever to get Mm -hmm. your name in there. And it's all, you know, the fact that it was like celebrities and stuff. I was like, this is kind of cool. I'm going to throw my hat in the ring. And lo and behold, I get an invitation and I'm standing in my kitchen, jumping up and down and screaming, knowing that no one in my life except this one person knows what I'm talking about or would even be excited about it. Um, So yeah, it started with that. And then I got to the expo and realized that it was the absolute greatest community of people that I've ever been a part of. Um, And, and fantasy football was just, it's, it's amazing. So many different leagues to do. There's, you know, there's just so many different outlets. Um, Whatever your interest is, there's something out there right. monster leagues vampire like it's brilliant 
So it's it's just it's it's wonderful. I I, I very much love this industry. It's the community in general. I, I I think that's the thing a lot of people don't realize how great of a community is in general. There yeah, there's yeah. a place for no matter who you are or what you do or where you come from. There's a place. Well, for and I'm the black sheep. I mean, I am the. I mean, I am so far a black sheep that I'm maybe a white sheep again. Uh, you know, around my area, no one, no one watches football. My kids don't watch football. Like it's crazy. So the fact that I now have an entire community of people that I can geek out with is just the best. Plus, to add to it, that you're all like, I have lifelong friends now lifelong friends from one weekend. I feel like I went on Survivor. You know how they bond immediately? Yeah. That's, what it is. That's what it's like. You know, it's like you bond with these people and you can't live without them. Yeah, the, <laughs> I love the, the expo is great. I've never been. Every year I'm like, I'm going to go this year and then life happens and I never end up going. So it's like next year. We're going to go next year. I'd well, next year. Because I actually would love to start a fund where for people that can't, because, you know, I'm always broke. Everyone knows this, but I'd like to start a fund. We There was a couple of us that touched upon it where we can help other smaller content creators either pay for a ticket or help them with airfare, because I feel like it is something that you need to try to go to if you're trying to break into this world, just for the experience alone. And, and you know, just the connections that you make, it's, it's invaluable, really is. Yeah. The connections are great in any, any industry. Like if you meet certain people and all you need in this industry is it's a lot of social media. So it's just really yep. easy to find that one person and you connect with and then you take those connections and you have that forever. It's like, hey, exactly. we bonded that time at the expo. It's like, I remember that. It's like, so it's yeah, it's so interesting. I was talking to um, Aaron St. Dennis about this too and he was raving about his experience with talking to all these big names and they're talking to him and he's like, you want to talk to me? They're like, right? yeah, like this, yes. you're great. And it's so, it's, it's so interesting how in this or how big or how small you are like you can make connections with everybody so it's well it's, i have people scre like screaming you're the gridiron gal like that's so cool and i'm like somebody said my name and i turned around and was looking behind me to see who they were talking to and i'm like oh god you're talking to me like you're excited to talk to me this is great <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it's a lot of fun because you know it's just you do you make real relationships with people like hutch's dad and hutch are two of the greatest people that I know. And he's like, forever, you'll be one of my friends because you stood up for my kid. And I'm like, that's what mm -hmm. it's all about. You know, yeah, it's, there's some, there's some awesome people since a kid, but he's, he's fantastic. And he's, he's found a way to integrate even as like high schooler and he's, he's slowly getting out of that age, but like, he's still a kid and he's, he's he was able to just, he blows everyone away. He, like, that's the one thing I've noticed about him. So it's no surprise coming like his dad's an amazing person too, right? Because like, well, well, that's, that's right? what I was just going to say. Exactly. I mean, he yeah. sees his dad in younger form, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> yep. And his dad, they're just the kindest human beings. And that's why he's blowing up. Yeah. It's like, it's the genuine article. You can tell with certain people. Yep. It's like, if you're, if you're genuine and you put your best foot forward, someone's going to appreciate you in this space. So if you consistently do that and we can hit on consistency in a little bit, but yeah, it's like, it's key. So I was curious actually for you, what inspired you to actually say, Hey, I'm going to go on social media and I'm going to put this out for everyone to see. So like, here it is, take it or leave it. Uh, it was it honestly, it was mainly the girl thing because we get ragged upon so much for what you guys don't. 
um, you know, it, it just it, in general. So I started kind of just reposting because I'm, I'm in love with Kelsey. He'll be my husband one day. He doesn't know it yet, but we're getting married. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I started reposting here and there. And and then I, I kind of started putting my own opinion out. And then people started paying attention a little bit more. Uh, and I've always wanted to be a writer uh, since I was a little kid, but it just never, I mean, there's been things that I've been interested in, but this is just a complete passion. I mean, I had 20 drafts done, 30 drafts done before the NFL draft happened. Like I'm ridiculous. Uh, so I just, I figured as a girl, I want to throw it out there because I know for me, there was people that were contacting me that said, you know, I'm a girl, so I don't, I don't want to say this, but what's your opinion? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, if you, cause I will say anything to anybody, I don't care. So in my mind, I said, all right, I'm going to be the voice of these people that feel like they don't have a voice. I have a thick skin and I didn't think it would take off. No one was listening. It was great. You know, I could say whatever and no one listened. And then Scott Fishbowl and the Expo happened and now everyone's listening. <laughs> right. It's it's so strange. You're like, oh, okay. I guess you guys do want to hear what I have to say. Yeah. 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 So, exactly. you know, it just, it, and that's what I say to anybody. It doesn't matter who you are, what you're, if you feel like you have a, like everyone has a voice, you know, you all have a voice, put it out there. It doesn't matter if people are listening or not. For me, it wasn't about getting responses back. It was just about putting it out there and hopefully inspiring one person. It's all I wanted to do. And I've had a couple of girls that have messaged me, women, I should say, that have mm-hmm. messaged me and have started getting into it more. Like they'll sit with their husbands and they'll bet and gamble and win. <laughs> and that's why I always have hashtag like girls who, you know, girls who win or mm-hmm. girls who, you know, fantasy sports gamble because there's just not enough of us that take credit, I should say. Well, there's that. The nice thing about that is if, if you do hashtag it like you're talking about, you can slowly track that through time, right? So people exactly. can see all of those connected. So it's yep. it's a smart way for someone who's interested, like a female there. They're like, you know what? Like, let me check it. And I see this. I go, oh, like that's. And that's, that's really what, cool. I'm, yes, that's what I'm hoping. Exactly. Yeah, that's the best word. Because like for a lot of people in the industry don't realize, and this is more just in general, like guys have it a lot easier. We don't get the pushback that, that you females will get in this industry. Which so we'll talk, touch upon later. We will we're... touch on that a little bit. It's just, it's something that people need to kind of focus on. and. I noticed this with the ball blast girls in particular, Michelle and Kate, like they would get more pushback just from posting yeah. similar things. Right. And I'd be like, why are they getting such pushback? Like, it's, and I'd be like, ah, it makes sense now. I see why. Right. So, so if I can touch upon it real quick, I'm actually yeah. thinking about starting an experiment came about it last night. I took a Snapchat filter picture that turned me into a boy. And I think what I'm going to do for an article is I'm going to create another Twitter account and I'm going to post mm-hmm. the, almost the same things on one and on mine and see what the difference in answers is, because yeah, I guarantee you it's going to be very different. So I'm really interested to try it. Yeah. So it's, that's a very good way to approach it. If anyone wants to see the difference, like you just, you post the same thing, just one from uh, this generic male, like the picture yeah. and everything like that. Right. And the female and you see. The responses are drastically different. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to do it for like six months, see what uh, the reaction is, see how it ends up being, and uh, we'll go from there. Right. And then we'll do a show about it. 
yeah, you have some very good content at the end of it that you're like, hey, guess what? We could talk yeah. about all of this exactly, right? <laughs> um, but with um, you being newer in the space of the fantasy football industry, how do you like? How do you go about approaching it where you set yourself apart um, and ensure that your content is unique and something like insightful people can take away? Well, in life in general, I I'm very creative. I don't think inside the box whatsoever. I've always tried to be different. Um, my ideas are sometimes completely out there. So I approach this the same way. I, I mean, I love the content that's out there. Don't get me wrong, but I can only read the same articles redone so many different times. And then being a girl on top of it, I don't have the luxury of somebody saying, oh yeah, there's a guy that said, you know, the top 10 wide receivers and there's a girl that says it, I'm clearly clicking on the guy because she doesn't know what she's talking about. So to me, it's important to be different. I also run a dog business. So my life revolves around dogs, everything I do. So I try to kind of incorporate the two a little bit um, to where I use that to kind of make it a little bit more different, um, mm -hmm. come at it from a different angle and, uh, you know, just, just touch upon different things in different ways so that maybe somebody will kind of be like, oh, you know, what is, what is that? Even if they don't think it's interesting, it's, and I don't mean like clickbait, you know, I just, just mm -hmm. something that, that it's, it's like, all right, well, it's a different take completely. And it, that's, that's kind of cool. And then this way, hopefully they'll come back because it is a different take over and over again. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I think it's the entertainment factor a lot. There's a lot of people that miss this aspect of it. Like we're right. content creators. So like we need to be entertaining. So if yes, you're just exactly. people that just list stats and like, just do that, it's really just, boring. Like I'm I love the stats. Yeah. I love them. It's yeah, it's, yeah, I it's love very them, boring. But, but I'm not boring. good at them. So I yeah. stay away from them as much as right. possible, you know? And to me, just an article on stats is like, you know, you know, I can get it anywhere. No offense. To, like, I'm mm -hmm. seriously no offense to anybody. But to me, it's very important to be out there and different with everything I do. So I, I had to come at this the same way. Otherwise, I'm not going to be true to myself. Right. And so that's, that's the key. Because if you're not yourself, you're going to yeah. burn yourself out, right? Like, you can't you can't constantly be this other person that you're trying to be. So it's just... Right, be your, right. I, I always say be your best self, like, each day. Yeah. Right? I... And believe me, I'm not each day. I'm not my best self, but I go with the mindset of trying to be at least. Well, and that's all it is. As long as you're trying to be your best self and you're trying to be genuine, it's people see that. I feel they can see through people that are not that are they're kind of like pretending because then you mm -hmm. meet them in person, you ask them a football question or you ask them some sort of question, and they're like, uh, you know, you have to kind of know what you're talking about on and off screen. Yes. And that's, I think, where a lot of people run into an issue. Sure, you can copy stats off of someone else's and write an article on it, but I'm not going to do that because if you catch me outside and ask me for somebody's stats, I'm going to have no clue how to answer you unless I bring right. it up on my phone. Mm -hmm. So then, obviously, right away, I'm discredited. Yeah, because they're like, oh, we can't trust you. It's like, hey, yeah. I, you know, exactly right. So, yeah, you get that maybe pushback. But, like, for, for me, it's interesting when I have people come and talk to me about these they're like, oh, what do you think about this player? And I'll be like, I was camping with my wife and somebody randomly came up to me who I didn't even, I like barely knew them. And they're like, hey, 
what do you think about this guy signing in Miami? And I'm like, I guess fine. Like, and I started going into it and I could tell I'm losing this person almost instantly. Yeah. Cause I'm getting way too deep with it. And yeah, I'm like, that I'm happens like, to me a lot too. I'm like, all right. So yeah, let me, let me wind this back real quick. I'm like, honestly, he has a good chance to succeed. Like we'll just see it's either see. that or the opposite. I've had that in the grocery store where someone has asked me like randomly or, or I'll hear someone talking football cause I can't not interject. And then I have, you know, 16 men surrounding me listening to me talk football. And it's like, are you listening to me talk football or is it because I'm a girl that's talking football? But right. like, it, it's like, yeah, as long as you're listening, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's where you just show them like, hey, I know what's up. And they're like, oh. Yeah, hey. their faces drop because yeah. I will, I'll ask them a question and they have no idea what I'm talking about because mm-hmm. they don't, and they don't know how to answer. And yeah, I know more than you. I'm not going to yeah. throw in your face, but yeah, you know, try, <laughs> try and, and stump me. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, the the gatekeeping aspect from fandom and it's like in our industry too. Like the the men who do that is just uh, I like I can't. I'm like just stop. Like what do you? Yeah. Why are you preventing people from having fun? Let them enjoy this moment. You don't need. To yeah, exactly. Stuff. It's like it's just so over the top. I can't stand it. So but you yeah. find it everywhere. You know, it's it is it's every every aspect of life. We very much see it, yep. in, unfortunately. So um, talking about like fantasy football and kind of breaking down these like the issues with stereotypes, how do you go about using that as a platform to kind of kind of promote um, gender equality and break those down? I'm still figuring that out. Yeah, I gotta be honest. I'm still figuring it out. It's um, it's hard because in my mind, I don't think we should even it's, it's twofold, I guess. I don't feel like we should look at, at anybody's gender or race or anything, you know, and I think everyone just should have a voice and talk and do their thing, whatever. But then on the other hand, it's like, I am a woman, or, you know, in this world. And it's great that I can use that, not to my advantage, but that I have kind of that edge. And I I'm smart enough to speak about it because I feel like there's... I, I want to say like 80% of men don't give us enough credit. Um, so I kind of use it as, well, I do know what I'm talking about. I, I am that, that girl, uh, but I don't want to be seen as that girl. Everywhere I went, the first thing out of my mind was, please just treat me like one of the guys. Mm-hmm. And most of them, that's the great thing about the community there at the expo. Most of them did. I was talking to one of them today. He, we were at the draft. And I had, I love a stack. A stacky stack is my favorite thing in the world, right? I had my entire team stacked to get Kenny Pickett. I love Pickett. I love him. I love him. And the guy sitting next to me, you know, great dude. Like, honestly, great dude. And then Tobias was next to him, who's now one of my my good friends. And apparently we're talking about it today. He was like, wait until you see this. He picks Pickett up. He's the pick just before me and he grabs him. And, <laughs> and I said to him today, I was like, you know what? It made me respect you that much more because you didn't treat me differently. You didn't say, well, she's a girl, so I'm not going to hurt her feelings. Like, no, you were ruthless. It's exactly what I wanted. You know, mm-hmm. I, the shit talk is my favorite thing in the entire world. I love it. I love just being treated like everybody else you know, just, just bring it, bring it. But at the same time, if you want to watch me because I'm a girl, if you want to come on and read the content because I'm a girl, go for it. So that's why it's, 
it's a little twofold. It's bittersweet in a way, you know, we want to be treated like everybody else, but we also want that aspect so that we can get other women into the fantasy football world. So it's, it's a hard line that I'm still really trying to figure out. Yeah. For, if anyone has a suggestion, please let me know. <laughs> just shoot her a message. I'm sure they would be Right. For, for me in particular, I'm always excited to see if like new female voices pop up in our industry because it's so populated by people who look like myself, like just generic white guy named blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah, so it's yeah. nice to, nice to see someone else try to break into this industry that doesn't necessarily look or is not the same demographic. Right. So it's trying mm -hmm. to, trying to shift the perspective in a way and change it a little bit. Yep. And over time, if we get enough people who are willing to listen, like exactly it'll slowly change. So yeah, and that's exactly what, yes, that's exactly what I mean. And then it's not going to be a thing, you know, mm -hmm. it's not going to be like, Oh, there's a, there's another girl. It's just, well, here's another idiot. It's spouting out her opinion, you know? <laughs> right. There's plenty of those already. Like, there's a lot of idiots in our space. But hey, yeah. I love them yep. all. I love them all. It's like, hey, if you want to tell me, like, whatever, I will happily listen. As long as you yeah. come to the point, you know, it's, it's cool. Me, I don't care. Exactly. Uh, so I'd be curious to get your answer on this one. Um, how do you go about balancing content? Because it sounds like your life is pretty busy outside of content creation as well. How do you go about finding the balance where you're not just completely overwhelmed trying to manage both at the same time? Well, since I got back from the expo, which was what, two weeks ago, I've gotten 12 hours of sleep. And that's not, it's not an exaggerate 12 hours. And six of them were last night. So clearly I have not learned the balance yet. Um, I spend an average of 20 hours a day on my phone. Um, so the good thing is with my business, I'm out all the time, right? So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm out, I'm walking. I do like 150 miles a month with the dogs. Um, so I'm, I always have the accessibility to use my phone. Uh, so I, I think that's really important. Um, also, I need, you know, organization is a big thing. I suck at organization, but uh, I'm trying to get better. Basically, just if you keep everything kind of, you can't really separate everything. Everything kind of has to, to go together. So you have to find time throughout the day. You have to also figure out when your downtime is, right? Because I have kids, you know, uh, they go to school. They're starting school again soon. Um, so I'm trying to slowly make sure that I give myself time at night to not only decompress, but I'll use that time to do the more fun things, come up with articles. Um, I save the fun stuff, the this, this stuff that I find really exciting uh, to, to when I'm quote unquote relaxing. Yeah. And the rest of the time I'll be walking dogs and writing articles or writing ideas or looking up, you know, all different things. Um, so when I figure out the balance, I will, uh, I'll come back and let you know. Cause I'm, and, and it's really only because it's so brand new. I real I think that's what it is. Like, this is so new. This is three weeks, four weeks new. So the balance kind of hasn't kicked in yet. Eventually I think it'll start to slow down. I'm hoping it doesn't, but, uh, but I'll, I'll get into my groove every now, you know, every now and then I kind of get into the groove and I'm like, all right, this is what it's going to be like. Mm -hmm. And then it goes crazy again. I just, I think we all just have to make sure that we give ourselves a break. That's really what it is. You can't 
Uh, I get overwhelmed very quickly in life in general. I get anxiety very quickly if mm -hmm. I think, if I know I have a ton of stuff to do. And I've, I've since learned that if I just say, you know what, I can take a half an hour and watch a TV show, it gets my mind right and just go from there. If you kind of keep pushing, it's just not going to happen. You're just going to go crazy. You yeah, have to I'm, kind of decompress. I'm the same way. Like I'm, I like to think I'm organized, but I know I'm not at the same time. Like I, 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 what I'm called procrastinator. So I will oh, leave God, that's my favorite word. <laughs> so it's like, Oh, I got 10, 15 things to do tonight. This is going to be great, but I know I have to do it. So I'm like, okay, but I know it's, it's, it's not successful. Yeah. Like it's, it's how you wear yourself out where I'm like, Oh, okay, I need to take a break because it's just too much. And, and it's like, like I'm we've judged on the phone. before, I hate being told what to do. So if I know I have to do it in my mind, it's like being told what to do. So I'm like, you know what? I'll, I know that if I, it's easy. If I do it now, I'll feel great. I'll feel better. It's mm -hmm. so simple. But at the same time, like, you know, I can push it another hour. <laughs> right, exactly. You're like, I can do this. Yeah. It's fine. It's like, yeah. oh, no, what have I signed up for? All right, it's going to be a day. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, so I, I have four podcasts to do today. Sure, I'll wait until you know mm -hmm. six minutes before to to get ready. Or God, and 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 then every morning I wake up and I'm like, I'm not going to do that today. Today will be better. Like they say, make your most uh, what is it like the worst phone call or your hardest phone call first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do that. You know, mm -hmm. and I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh God, I'm not I'm so not doing that today. I'll try mm -hmm. tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, exactly right. It's like going with the best intention does not always yeah. happen that way. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, all right, maybe maybe tomorrow's better. It's like, yeah, yeah tomorrow'll be a better day. Yeah. It's fine. I'll get it done. Yeah. I like pressure. I, I work better under pressure. So you know, but uh, I feel like if I learned to, I don't know if I work better under pressure or, or if it's just the only way that I know how to do things. It would probably be much better off if I learned how to do them on time. Yeah, me, and ironically, me I used to do everything on time as a kid. Now, mm -hmm. the opposite. Yeah, it's it's interesting how it shifts sometimes. I just, yeah, I've gotten better with my time management, particularly because I've spent so much time with the fantasy football because it's all on your phone. So like, it's like, yeah, do this and that, but like, I can't. I get super distracted very easily. So oh my god! To, yeah. If I'm trying to write an article, I need like silence or I need certain music. Like if my daughter's in the room with me, good luck. There's no shot I'm getting anything done. So I had to shift how I go about doing my work. Yeah. And still, I'm behind all the time anyway. So it's like, well, all right, we'll make this the best plan we can. But it doesn't always come together. So I'm still searching for that myself. So, dude, I feel bad about that. I think we uh, all are. Yeah, I think so. Like, if, and if you're not, I think you're psychotic. If you have this all pulled together. Oh man! Or you don't like dogs? Don't trust you. Sorry. Right? There's, it's like you have cat people, dog people, and the the people that just don't like either one. And I'm like, okay, all right, I guess. You I mean, I respect cat people. I have twin cats, but if you don't like animals in general, there is something seriously wrong with you. Like you right. don't have a heart. It's yeah. It's I I love my dog, even though I know she's chaotic. Is like you know what? So like it's like yeah. I'm I I love her, but I'm like some days I'm like I just. I'm like, come on, dog. Like, work with me here today. It's just like, yeah. She's like, you know me. I'm eight years old. Like, this is me. Hello. I'm like, yeah, you're right, dog. Exactly. I'm, I'm not changing. Come exactly. on. <laughs> <laughs> Figure this shit out by now, you know? So, um, what do you hope to achieve with your like your content and what motivates you to start creating? Because I know you're like you're brand new into creating this content, but kind of what's your goal creating it? And then what's kind of your end goal with it? Humble. <laughs> Try to be humble. 
Um, karma, I, and everyone has heard me say it, karma is kind of what rules my life, runs my life. It's uh, ironic that it never comes back to me, usually. Um, like this morning, I finally got paid, got gas. Oh, you're gone again, right? There you go. Uh, got paid, got gas, and then my tire pressure was on 18 instead of 32, and yeah, my tire lower up a thingy, died. And I'm like... I, I have to laugh because this is my life. So, right. So everything that happens, I feel super thankful for. So if this is the kind of the end of the road, if this is kind of as far as it goes to me, I've already won um, because I'm, I'm currently writing for two places. People are listening to what I'm saying. Uh, but the end all would be to turn this into a, a, job, you know, that I get paid for eventually have somebody take over the dog business, make money there and just sit and like writing about football or being paid to watch football is, is in, it's crazy, right? Like it's crazy to me. It's, I, I just, so if you can't feel completely and utterly like blessed and, and, thankful for everything that happens. It just blows my mind. But just just the fact that people want to listen to what I'm saying is a win. If I could turn that into many, many more people and then turn it into maybe a network or where I get other women involved, um, that would be that would probably be the end all be all where we're all kind of equal in this world and and uh you know, I have this kind of network and uh, Colleen Wolf follows me. I'll throw that in because I want Colleen Wolf Ooh, to follow me. <laughs> name drop. Yeah. <laughs> Colleen Wolf and, and uh, uh, TJ Water, my, my next two people that I'm trying to get to uh, to realize who I am. I got a hello from Scott Hansen, which I was thrilled about. So um, like it's, it's so cool when you get those, those people you have – big adorations for or like their big names or whatever it is and they they follow you or they shout you out or whatever you're like oh wow yeah. even they saw this you're like that's crazy yeah like, what yeah. so <laughs> i remember one of the um, the guys who runs one of the bigger sites like followed me and, uh, i sent it to my group i was like what this person follows me i was like oh my goodness yeah, like, I, right it's exactly. like all right this is cool like i'll take it it's a big win like i don't even care like i didn't have any goals for this but hey you want to hear it like this is awesome i love it so yeah, I'm with you. I think a lot of people expect like money to come to them in the space, which is kind of weird. Like they they feel entitled to it, but I'm like, realistically, just appreciate the moment. You can have big goals, but you know, just enjoy yeah. what you're doing. And well, like, which is funny you say that because the new place that I'm I'm writing for, you know, he he, the guy was like, it, I can't necessarily promise you money and and whatever. And, and I wrote back and I said, listen, I'm not in this. Like, I'm not in this to make money. I'm in this because it's my passion and I love it. If I eventually get paid for something, that's great. But it's in no way uh, it's something that I was doing for money. I think if we, if we run our lives that way, you're going to be very disappointed, especially in this world, because there's, mm-hmm. or in this forum, I should say, because there's so many creating the same type of content, you know? So if you're getting, I'll tell everyone, if you're getting into this to make money, do not, do not. Because it's, it's, well, it's tough. And, and you start out, you know, you have to start out on the bottom. People expect to start out and, well, my opinion is wonderful. 
that's great, but that's you and your mom telling you that your opinion is great. You know, mm-hmm. it's not the rest of, of Twitter or the rest of the football world. So just wake up every morning and be thankful for what you got. Set small goals. Right now it's to get a second podcast out. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, the end all be all would be, I guess, to, to kind of take off and have the TGN network kind of take off and uh, have other women or men jump on and have their podcast going and, uh, and have more people out there making content that people want to see and eventually have it be that it's not, she's a woman in this world doing it. It's she's another content creator in this world doing it. So hopefully that'll eventually happen. That would be, I would love to see that where it like kind of changes. Like we're talking about, it shifts perspective for a lot of us and people are like, yeah, it's just a content creator. And if if we ever get to that point, like I think we'd be in a lot better place because you don't have these biases from a lot of men when it comes to sports, which is kind of stupid because like, especially the the diehard ones who watch it all the time. I'm like, listen, like you're this niche person right here. And it's not that. So it's just, it's hard to explain to those people. But if, if we're able to get through, that would be, I'd love that because it changes it and opens up. Yeah, more even if we shift it a little bit, just a little right. bit, you know, just if, if, if I have a couple of people that come to me and say, I'm doing this now because you did it, that's a win in my book. Yeah, that is, that is awesome. Um, I was going to ask you, ask you, um, since it is such a male dominated industry, what are some of the kind of the biggest challenges creators face and particularly female creators in fantasy football? Okay. So, <laughs> The tweet the other day. I'll use it as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a tweet about Jonathan Taylor. I answered with five different teams that I just thought was a possibility. You know, I wasn't saying that they were good, bad, indifferent. I just listed the teams, and it was an all-out war because I was a girl that didn't know what I was talking about. And then it was, this is why girls shouldn't be into sports. This is why no one listens to girls. And if you look at the same tweet from basically the same teams from any of the men that, that answered, it was like, Hey, my guy, you got a couple right. Or, Hey, my dude, you know, this is great. And I was like, really, really it, you know, did I lose you again or no? Okay, good. No, no, you're um, good. You keep going. I was like, you know, it's, it's, that's, I think that's the biggest challenge. As a woman, you can't be wrong in any way, in any way. If you're wrong, um, or if you have an opinion that's not very popular, like, I hate Debo, can't stand Debo, cannot, say, if I can't say that. I mean, I did. I just did on a tweet about 10 minutes ago, so we'll see how it goes. But, uh, you know, we, I find, and, and thankfully I don't care. I find that as women, we have to, to kind of think extra hard about what we put out. It's, we almost have to fact check ourselves 10 times instead of the once, or we have to make sure that it's as rock solid as a cat. Like we almost can't have our own honest opinion because if it is in any way, different or wrong like me picking a kicker in the eighth round because i wanted him that's taboo but Mm. i like being different i think it's great that all these people think that that's madness you know i think it's wonderful but if it was you that did it 
it wouldn't be quite as controversial. For me, it was, God, how stupid is this mm-hmm. girl? I can't believe this girl did this. This can, no, I didn't do it because I'm a girl and I'm stupid. I did it because I wanted them. And because you know what? I like to be different and throw things for a loop. It's just how I am in life in general. It's not because I have, you know, different body parts than you do. It's just because I'm unique and I think like an idiot. <laughs> you know, like if I was a guy, I would have done the same thing. But that's that, that's kind of I've like that's the thing that people don't realize is like, yeah, if I took a kicker in the eighth round, people would call me stupid, but they're not gonna throw like he's a stupid guy. We shouldn't have guys in sports. Like they're talking about yes. like, that's the that's the yeah. added thing that comes in on top that people don't realize, right? So and that's I think where that's what scares women off. That's what that's what scares a lot of women from doing this on social media. And that's where you need to do it. And that's why I hope that, you know, in a way, me being the person to do it. And it's not like I do it to be controversial. I don't do it just for somebody to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I do it because that's what I personally want to do. So and and that's the thing, too. You can't go into this and and do things just because You just have to do them because that's who you are, right? So whether or not I'm a girl doing something quote-unquote stupid or I'm a girl that's that's doing it because I want to, no matter what I do, people are going to hate it and people are going to love it, right? So I do me. I just do me because they're all going to hate it or love it. and, And I've learned being 43 that I really don't care. I don't care. The you the older you get, the more you mature. I know people say this like you get smarter and you mature as you get older. It's a fact. Like a it twenty is. year old version of me was a lot it dumber is. and a lot more immature than I am right now. So it's so if there's any women out there that that want to throw their opinion out and they're afraid to, I'll happily do it for you to get you started. I will happily be that voice for any of you. Um, if you want to come on and talk about anything, I will happily let you do that because I. I really, I don't, I don't care. I have, I have a pretty thick skin. The only time I, I, I shot back on the tweet was when, cause I got called the, the biggest thing too, is you get, you know, you get called e- evil, awful names that should not be called because you're a woman. Um, and having a daughter that is, uh, you know, that's, that's gay. I, take very big offense to it in general, in general. But, you know, it's, it's like, it just, it just because I like football doesn't mean that, that I can't be something else. Like it's just, mm-hmm. the whole thing drives me nuts. It just drives me crazy. So if, if, if you're having problems and you want to break out and you want to get into the world, but you're afraid of, of being called something or, or somebody yelling at you because you're a girl and you don't know what you're talking about, just message me. We'll do it together. I will help you along the way. I'll be your voice. I do not care what people say. I don't. But once they start attacking other women, that's when I have an issue. If they pigeonhole all of us, no. If you yell at me, that's fine. Yell at me all day long. Just don't say generalized women are awful because then I get mad. And then I, then I strike back. 
Like, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I just can't stand people that do that. That come with that sexist mentality. It's like, <laughs> really? <laughs> you just go to generalize yeah. everybody. Um, so yeah, I very much. And someone who has a daughter when like, if people come at me, like, it's fine. Like whatever you can come at me, but you bring family into this. Like, yeah, oh. like that's going to be a problem. Right. Oh, I will. So, I will bury you. You know what I'm saying? My yeah. Kid, my kid does anything. And I mean, anything I will stand by them a hundred percent. I may yell at them later. But mm -hmm. if I need to bring a shovel, I will. I will mm -hmm. take the rap for you. Any girl that, that you know, if they're going to call somebody out, call me out first. Happily, I will take it all. Don't call out my buddies. Don't, just don't do it. Just right. don't do it. Like, for people who hate on creators, the best creators that turn the cheek and are able to use that to their advantage, you're, you're generating content for us. So, like. Keep on hating. You can hate on me all you want. I'm totally fine with that. I will happily repost it, click it. Like, yep. it's just when you get into the area of you get into gender or family or stuff like that, like, I'm going to have a problem with that because that's just uncalled for and that's nowhere in this space. So, particularly someone who coming after a woman, like, yeah, like, you're just done for my book. I'm like, I don't, I don't want anything to do with you. Like, why would I associate yeah. with that person, right? It's just, it's just, yeah, it's just. Yeah, like, just don't generalize a group of people because I said something stupid. Right. <laughs> you know? Do you think um, female football analysts have a unique perspective on the game that so just males like myself might not? That's a hard question. I know. Because um, I guess, yeah, they do. Because we, we as, as women, just look at things differently and in general, we just everything, you know, we can look in the fridge and find milk, whereas you guys seem to overlook it all the time. Um, but, uh, but but I think not really. I mean, if football is football, right? So you either know it or you don't. So I don't think it really depends on whether or not you're a girl or a guy. If, if you know football, you know football. If you love it, you love it. Um, it's just, you know, it, it. people expect us to kind of not know it. So I think that might be the only kind of difference that when you do know what you're talking about, people are kind of blown away. But no, I think I think as, as women, the only difference is that people don't necessarily listen to us, really. But no, we have the same thing to say, you know, we have, we have the same knowledge. Just yes. we just have to work harder at getting people to actually listen to what that knowledge is. I think that a lot of people come in with like their ears closed in a way they don't want to listen, where they want to kind yes. of like speak over and be like, all right, my here, you need to hear my opinion as opposed if it's a female as opposed to a male, right? But I think each individual person has their own perspective. So anybody like when I talk to them, they can kind of change my thought process. Like if I listen to them and what they're providing, I think everyone has a different perspective because we all see things differently no matter who we are like we all right, in that right. way right so yeah. i think everybody does i don't <laughs> what uh what advice do you have for those who want to start playing fantasy football who might feel intimidated by the stereotype that it's only for men i think if if uh don't like don't go don't go create like dip your toe in do like the weekly stuff to start because then you you can kind of learn the, the ins and outs of it. For me, I know that if I had to jump straight into a league, I probably wouldn't have gone quite as far because it's very overwhelming. I mean, I'm still learning because you don't really know which way to go. And then there's 
you know, there is so many different things to learn and it just with even just with dynasty and, and, and all that, it, it's just, there's so much, right. There's so much. So if you kind of start with, with uh, the weekly stuff, just to kind of figure out how you want to go about it and then kind of where you want to go with it, just do research, um, you know, go online. You, there's so much stuff that is posted on there. That's great. It explains it all out and find one type of league that you like, right? If the vampire leagues are your interest, just do that first. Don't be like me and in the first year have 45 different leagues and you're learning as you go. I mean, it's exciting, but uh, but if you want to actually kind of do it and do it well, um, start small, ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions because people aren't going to think you're dumb. You know, they've all thought the same thing. They just may not have vocalized it. Uh, if it's if you're not comfortable asking a guy, ask a girl. Or if there's somebody that you're not sure, just 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 ask. And and really, that's that's mainly it. Just research. Don't be afraid to ask questions. And uh, and don't overwhelm yourself. Like don't go crazy and and think that you can do it all right away and all immediately because you will go crazy and you won't win money if that's what your goal is. And then, you know, and then you're going to be bummed and it's going to be like, all right, I'm not going to do this anymore. And, and it's amazing. And it's the most, when you're watching a game and you're like, Oh my God, I need one more point. And then they mm -hmm. take them out of the game and you're like, I need eight and a half. And I got eight it happens every time. Every time. Yeah. You know? that, that is but, super frustrating. Yeah. But it makes it that much more fun, you know, and, and having somebody else, if you have somebody else that you can do it with, that in itself is really fun too. You can talk about it. Like doing it on your own is, is rough because, you know, like the Scott Fishbowl, if you're standing in your kitchen, jumping up and down and you have nobody to call, it's not as much fun, right? So you may not do it. So reach out to your favorite content creator. We're all very nice. And, uh, ask them their opinion or ask them if there's a league you can join with them. Most of you guys will answer. I mean, it's mm -hmm. wild. It's wild. You'll answer, you'll help, you know, so just uh, don't be afraid. I, I very much agree. And the, there's a, like, as long as people's, if you're on Twitter specifically, as long as people's DMs are open, like that means they're willing yeah. to answer the questions. Right. Yep. So if you have a question, ask somebody, don't be afraid. Like just, and shoot your shot in a way, right? Like, just be like, hey, I'm just going to ask them. And if they don't respond, someone exactly. else will. Exactly. I like, say this all the time. Yep. The worst yeah, they can do is say no. Exactly. So it's like, well, just move on and just try. Yep. But yeah, I I agree with that because it can be quite overwhelming, particularly if you're talking about doing 45 leagues, which is extreme for anyone, like myself in particular. Like, that's kind of where I go to. I'm like, all right, I got to stop. This is too much. But yeah, like, I've, I've been doing this for a while. I so like, if it was my I'm first gonna year. Stop and people are like, you're invited to my league. And I'm like, yeah. And then after you know I, I got one more. Yeah. Oh my God. But um, I just want to thank you for coming on to the show. Like I had a I had a great time chatting with you today. Why don't you tell the people, give us the spiel where they can find all of your content, all of your work, and all that fun stuff? Well, I am I'm it eventually the podcast will be up. It'll be gridiron gal. I'm starting to make a list of people that I'm gonna have on. Um, I'll have articles up there. You can also catch my articles on, well, eventually it'll be uh, King Fam Fantasy Sports mm -hmm. and um, 
the uh, the league winners. There's already an article up, but mainly right now it's Twitter. Um, it's gg underscore ffbots, and I'm always on there, always willing to answer anything. So you can catch me on there pretty much any time of the day. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I usually try and answer and follow everybody back. I'm running into the problem where I'm still under my you know, 5,000 followers. So I can't follow everybody, but just shoot me a message. Honestly, shoot me a message. I'll be more than happy to talk to anybody. So yeah, this is a blast having you on. Um, this is our ninth episode of the show. And like, I just, you've been one of my favorite guests so far. So thank yeah, you. For can't wait to celebrate your hundredth, man. Oh gosh. Don't get me started. I'm going to be like, oh, oh. yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's gonna wrap really up <laughs> this episode of the getting to know series this is the guest tracy gilroy norton and yeah take care folks we will see you later on have you ever felt are you listening damn